Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Greta loves her predictable routines. She heads out into the backyard with her cereal to spend some time in her second favorite place. She walks around and sees something that she has never seen before. Greta discovers a tree in the garden that is covered with bubbles. Where did this come from? Greta and Oscar discover the bubblegum tree. Greta's Saturday mornings usually had a comforting predictability. Wake up, grumble about the chirping birds for waking her so early, and then eat her cereal while dancing to the melodies of the morning. Music, birds, and sunshine filled her house. This ritual had been unwavering, much like the solid old oak tree that stood guard at the corner of the yard or the reliable bloom of daisies that appeared every summer. The backyard was Greta's sanctuary, where she shared whispered secrets with the wind, danced with the shadows, and often got lost in her dreams. Today was supposed to be no different. Armed with her favorite bowl of super honey-sweetened cereal, she nudged the back door open, anticipating the embrace of warm sunlight and the chorus of the familiar. Ah, she said as she danced outside onto the deck, wearing two different socks from her two favorite pairs. She didn't bother brushing her hair and liked all her clothes to be rumpled and colorful. It was the summer, and there was no need for formality. She took a deep breath, breathing in the fresh air from her second favorite place in the world. Her bedroom was her first favorite. Greta knew the backyard as well as anyone could, perhaps even her grandmother, whose careful hands were responsible for all she could see. It had been her backyard for all of her six years, and she had explored every section and knew every flower, bush, and tree. But there was something different and delightfully strange. A tree unlike any she had seen before. It was slender and graceful, with smooth bark that glistened in the morning light. And hanging from its delicate branches were glistening, colorful bubbles. Vivid blues, radiant reds, glowing golds, and shimmering silvers. Each bubble swayed gently, catching sunbeams and casting a rainbow of colors onto the green grass below. What in the world? She said with her mouth overflowing with cereal. Setting down her bowl, Greta approached the tree with careful tippy-toe steps 
not bothering with silly shoes. She could hear a faint, melodic hum, a comforting tune she hadn't heard before. It reminded her of the sound her mother used to make when she sang to her before she was all grown up. Arriving at the tree, she reached out hesitantly to touch, half expecting her fingers to pass through the bubbles like they would with soap. But to her amazement, they felt solid, slightly gooey and squishy, like real bubblegum. Oscar, her loyal and goofy golden retriever, bounded over, wet nose twitching, eyes open wide. He sniffed a gold bubble, then gave it a gentle nudge with his nose. It wobbled and wobbled, which caused Greta to giggle and laugh. Oscar might have laughed too if he knew how. She plucked a radiant red bubble, like you might a cherry or small apple, and looked at it closely. The bubble felt warm, and as she squished it slightly between her fingers, a delightful berry scent wafted to her nose. Yummy! Unable to resist, she popped the bubble into her mouth. The taste was amazing. A mix of strawberries, cherries, apples, and a hint of sparkly magic. Oscar, Greta exclaimed, her voice muffled by the gum. This is bubblegum. The tree is full of bubblegum bubbles. Oscar barked in agreement, his tail wagging furiously. However, he seemed more interested in chasing the dancing light reflections than tasting bubblegum. Oscar would eat just about anything and didn't know what bubblegum was. As the morning sun climbed higher, Greta and Oscar explored the bubblegum tree's bubbles, tasting, laughing, and playing under its shade. Oscar found he liked bubblegum too. And as Greta blew her first big bubble, something wonderful happened. Greta had carefully selected a bubble of the most brilliant blue, a color that reminded her of the deepest parts of the ocean at least what she saw in her favorite nature book. She had popped it in her mouth and the taste of blueberries, blackberries, and boysenberry all together washed over her. With her eyes squeezed shut in concentration, she began blowing and blowing, feeling the bubble grow bigger and bigger. She expected it to pop covering her face in a sticky mess. But the bubble kept expanding instead. It was soft and resilient, stretching far beyond the usual limits of bubblegum. And then, something magical happened. With her lips still pursed around the giant bubble, 
Greta felt her feet lift off the ground. The movement was gentle, like being lifted by a cloud. Opening her eyes, she saw the ground receding below, her home becoming smaller. The giant oak now merely a part of the green patchwork quilt beneath her. Oscar barked excitedly, jumping around in circles, his eyes never leaving Greta. She wanted to tell Oscar to join her, but even if she could talk, he probably couldn't hear her. Greta continued to float higher and higher. She felt excited and a little bit scared. Greta could see the entirety of Montague, the winding river glinting in the sun, children playing in neighboring yards, and crows flying beside her, eyeing the bubble with some envy. Greta thought, I hope they don't poke the bubble with their beak. As she continued going up and up, the world transformed. The blue sky around her deepened, and soon she was surrounded by candy-colored clouds. Pinks, purples, peaches, and oranges, each admitting a soft, luminescent glow. Within mere moments, Greta found herself floating in a place she had only ever seen in her dreams. Fluffy cotton candy clouds floated lazily around her, and jelly bean birds with glistening sugar wings chirped cheerful tunes. Here the air smelled of candy store treats, cookies and ice cream, and a soft musical hum vibrated all around. Yet, as amazing as all this was, Greta started to worry. How would she get back down? She thought about this as she floated aimlessly, Oscar and her backyard, now but a memory. Then she heard a giggling voice that seemed to come from everywhere all at once. It said, Newcomer, huh? First time tasting the magic of the bubblegum tree? Greta slowly turned to see a cloud. Not just any cloud, but one with twinkling eyes and a smiling face floating beside her. Greta usually had a gift for talking. Too much so, her teachers would often say. But this time, she did not know what to say. Instead, she just nodded her head. The cloud laughed. Well, don't you worry. I'm Cotton. Welcome to the Candy Cloud Kingdom. We used to be called the Sugary Sweet, Lollipop Laden, Marshmallow Meadow, Toffee Terrace, Caramel Cove, Jelly Bean Jungle, Donut Domain of Delightful Dessert Kingdom but it was too much of a mouthful. Greta blinked twice, trying to wrap her mind around the name that was as tangled as her hair after a night of sleep. 
As they drifted further, the world around Greta became more focused and detailed. The lollipop-laden terrain stretched as far as the eye could see, with lollipops of every imaginable flavor sprouting from the ground like flowers. Trees were ice cream cones, and bushes were strawberry sundaes. They floated past the marshmallow meadow, a vast expanse of fluffy marshmallow grass where you could lounge and bounce. Cookies were there to sit on, and in the distance, Greta could see a river, not of water, but of liquid chocolate, its banks dotted with toffee pebbles. As they approached the jelly bean jungle, the trees were not made of wood, but candy canes and licorice, with jelly bean fruits of all the colors of the rainbow hanging abundantly. The chirps Greta heard were not birds, but flying gummy bears with translucent wings fluttering in the sun. Cotton led Greta to the heart of the treat territory, the Carmel Cove. It was a beach where the sand was fine brown sugar and the waves were made of flowing caramel. In the distance, the Donut Domain's mountains rose, each peak resembling a different flavor of donut, frosted tips shining under the sugary sky. We've been waiting for someone like you, Cotton began, his voice softening. Someone who truly believes that magic exists in this world. Greta looked around, the weight of Cotton's words sinking in. Why me? she asked, her voice barely more than a whisper amidst the rustling candy cane trees and the sounds of caramel waves coming to shore. Every few decades, the bubblegum tree chooses someone pure of heart, filled with imagination and creativity, to visit our realm. Your love for fun and adventure, your belief in magic, made you the perfect guest, Cotton explained. Greta was happy to hear this, but with every passing moment, she was reminded of Oscar, the backyard, and the world she knew. How do I return? She asked hesitantly, feeling she might seem ungrateful. Cotton smiled. The journey back is simple, but requires something special. You will have to discover that for yourself. But don't worry, I and the other inhabitants of Treat Territory are here to guide you. First, why don't you explore all of our realms? Greta agreed, and as days turned into what felt like moments, Greta explored every nook and cranny of the Treat Territory. She had danced on the Toffee Terrace, under a rainbow of candy sprinkles, dived deep into the Caramel Cove, and even camped beneath the stars in the jelly bean jungle. 
each experience was more exciting than the last. But with each candy sun that set, Greta felt the tug of home and of Oscar waiting by the fence. One day, as Greta sat by the liquid chocolate river, her reflection, shimmering in its rich waves, cotton drifted by. He seemed to understand the look in her eyes. Greta, he began gently, the magic of this land is timeless. While you might feel like you have been away for long, mere moments might have passed in your world. Greta looked up, hope lighting her eyes. Does that mean? Yes, Cotton nodded. You can go back and forth between our worlds. The bubblegum tree's magic ensures that. But remember, Cotton said slightly more serious, the pathway between our lands relies on belief. The day you stop believing, the connection weakens. Greta nodded with determination. I promise I will always believe. After all, I've seen and felt here. How can I not? The cloud smiled, stretching out what seemed like an arm, producing a tiny candy locket. This is for you. Wear it, and it will always guide you back to us when you wish. She took the locket, its surface sparkling with every color imaginable. She clasped it around her neck, and it fit perfectly. Remember that you can return, Greta. You have yet to have many adventures. And we may call on you for help, Cotton hushed. As she stood up, the world around her began to swirl colors mixing and blending. And then she floated slowly and slowly downward, this time without the help of bubblegum. Down from the deep blue sky, through the clouds, past the crows, until she felt the familiar grass of her backyard beneath her sock feet. There, waiting impatiently with tail wagging, tongue hanging, drool dripping, was Oscar. The old oak tree stood tall and welcoming, and in the distance, she heard her mother calling her for lunch. The transition was seamless, just as Cotton had said. It seemed only moments had passed but Greta knew better. She had lived, laughed, and explored a world that was her little secret, her own secret kingdom in the clouds. Before going in for lunch, she looked at the locket, thinking about the adventures that awaited. And she knew that when the time was right, she would return to the sugary sweet lollipop-laden, marshmallow meadow, toffee terrace, caramel cove, jelly bean jungle, donut domain of delightful dessert delicacies. But first, 
she and Oscar had to eat lunch. She was starving. And that is the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.